Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Hello, everybody. Hope you guys had a wonderful Mother's Day weekend. Zach here with the American Maiden Page Show. I'm back with Professor Dreg, and he was just getting me caught up on a fantastic story. For those of you who are worried that this is just going to remain an audio-only podcast for, you know, ever, you're going to be very wrong on that because we do have some big ideas planned for this. Uh, I can't reveal too much, but one day it'll be more live, set up, camera ready, and most importantly, the ability to take phone calls in the near future like a radio show because I know some of you have polarizing <laughs> opinions where you may not like it, but you know what? The feedback's been great. I know a lot of you guys... <laughs> kindly reached out and said how much you like Professor Dreg, <laughs> which is surprising because you were just, I know. <laughs> I want to argue with people on the phone, but that'll happen soon. But a couple things I want to touch on before we dive into today's topic. I know Professor Dreg's got some stuff to share. But uh ideally I wanted to talk a little bit more about the uh Baltimore's war on guns, right? How it's actually I mean, this is not surprising, but it was actually exclusively conducted in black neighborhoods. You know, when we talk about the war on guns, the war on drugs, right? All this stuff that wages a lot of issues in poor communities, right? It is targeted towards something that, and this is something we've been talking about for weeks. Guess what? Not Asians, not anyone else, black people. It, it explicitly says that these were some of the... Uh, sort of these laws that were put into place. It was mainly to disarm people, right? And to also prohibit people from being able to protect themselves. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about self-preservation and how that pertains to conservatism. But I know we always have a way of kind of going around the block and then tying it back. But uh, yeah, what, what were you t t telling me about before we started this that you want to talk about? And we can bring it all together with the Second Amendment and the First Amendment and all that. <clears throat> oh, well, I mean, uh, Jesus, when you, for some reason, <laughs> when you said the thing about the Baltimore guns, I just, I thought about, uh, yeah, this is a weird thing, but I, I thought about Matthew Bowling the track star from Houston, Texas, or not, I don't know if he's from Houston, but uh, the dude from Texas, that white boy kid, <laughs> that, kid that runs super, super fast. So I'm not familiar uh, with him, but tell me. Uh, anyway, so this kid, he's, uh, he's a white boy. And, uh, and, and I'll tie it into the gun thing in Baltimore really quick. Uh, because basically track and field is a, it's, it's, it's there's really nothing to do in the ghetto but run right and uh and the thing is when you're poor you just kind of get into crimes and all this other stuff and i'm telling you now uh we all got good at running and jumping <laughs> because you know from the things that we did as a kid and uh growing up in track there was a guy uh, i don't know if i should say his name but there was a white boy called henry barber and the whole goal was not to get beat by him because right. you know you're doing good if you could beat Henry. And, 
and so Matthew Bowling is kind of like the Henry Barber of our day, but this Matthew Bowling, he's setting records. Like, uh, <laughs> really? no, but he's like the fastest kid who ever ran the hundred in the history of high school. And he ran a quarter mile in a 46 point. I mean, that dude is almost, he's running a quarter mile. What I ran as a male, like as a man, uh-huh. and he's only a junior in high school. So when I was a man, well over 18, I got down to the 45s, high 45s. Right. And it's a hard thing to do to run because there's this thing in track. So when you run 50 seconds, uh, it's, it, you, it takes a little bit of time to get down to the 49s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from 49, 48, 47, 46, and you go down in this progression. And then it's really hard to crack 45. This kid's in high school, <laughs> right? And he's already down to 46, one. That's insane. You know what I mean? It's like I quit, <laughs> but I was in it, you know, just a little bit, uh, a little bit better than him. And I'm thinking, holy crap, this kid is like, and he's not even at his prime yet. You know, you hit, no, he's not at five. When, when yeah, you watch him great. run, it's like yeah. he's being chased by a whole bunch of black dudes and he's running for his life. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> it's insane. But anyway, but here's the thing, you know, uh, when you're being chased, see, mm-hmm. back when we were growing up, everybody had a gun. So you had to run. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. I mean, granted, these guns were illegal. And, but here's my thing. All, if, if Baltimore really wants to end any type of gun problems, make guns legal. Allow the people to legally carry guns. Because I'm telling you now, nobody is going to rob somebody when they know they have a gun. And when you think somebody has a gun, trust me, you are booking as fast as you can. And I, no one's going to catch you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that what we talked about is literally word for word what the New York Times literally published today. And I know the New York Times is more left-leaning, but literally this is what it says. And I quote, that's why I wanted to talk about this because didn't we just mention this word for word two weeks ago and now that people are yeah, writing about it? we're talking about that. Well, so, so here's the thing, right? This is exactly what's happening in that in the article itself, they talk about how, okay, so it's waged in these poor communities, right? Primarily towards black people because it's Baltimore. And it says here in the article, everyone is a potential combatant when you take away guns. They are the reason residents have said they feel both over-policed while at the same time feeling underserved by the police. So when the residents call for help, no one comes. And when the residents try to walk to the store or the bus stop, they're as afraid of the police as they are of criminals. Yeah. That's important. That statement right there is important because we talked about, okay, police are the only people with guns, right? They're the people who have the ability to be your judge, jury, and executioner, as you call it. And people don't have the right to defend themselves and the cops are also afraid of everyone because it's, if it's illegal guns, right? It's a progressive city where it's already illegal. What did they say here is that it becomes even more aggressive. I mean, and this is a, just in this month of May alone, there have been 11 homicides in Baltimore. Isn't that crazy? In just this month. That's, that's, this month, that's we're, insane. Yeah. So, but what I want to, I wanted to bring this up because this is exactly what we talk about. Exactly. Like when we talked a couple of weeks ago about police officers and how they're even afraid to police these areas because it, because you know that guns are illegal, right? That means anybody who reaches in and tries to protect themselves, you're immediately going to react and you're not trained for that kind of environment. Situation. Yeah. That, that environment. <laughs> no, but think about it. If you honestly believe a cell phone looks like a gun, that's insane. You know, you're not trained properly. 
so you know right like in the military or people um you know contractors whoever you know there's a lot of people out there that could recognize a gun and tell you what type of gun from a hundred yards away <laughs> you know what i mean like they know you know and, and you can totally tell and these cops are running around not knowing what a gun is exactly or, or the yeah. difference between a taser and a gun seriously like when they killed oscar grant in, in oakland come on the guy was like oh it's uh, uh you know <laughs> i grabbed my i thought it was a taser but it was a gun and i'm thinking how, how do you not know that's the thing if it's illegal right you have to think twice now and people already know it, it, it's almost like a presumptive threat because it's illegal but if everyone has well, no, guns no, no. like this is no you got to think about this one this is going to blow you away well, maybe not, but <laughs> no, in Oscar's, in Oscar Grant's situation, he didn't have a gun. He was already handcuffed. So the oh. problem was he was kicking. He was flailing around like a fish or whatever they said he was doing to justify being tased or something. And that's my point. This cop was so poorly trained. He did not know the difference between a taser and a gun. That's the thing. We don't train our police officers to honestly know. See, look, if you're going to handle a gun, that gun better be second nature like masturbation. Because did we teach these, you know, we teach our kids how to masturbate. Oh, yeah, it's natural, da-da-da-da-da. Yet somehow, <laughs> some way. And no, but seriously, like, that's something you shouldn't be doing. I mean, yeah, people are going to say I'm crazy. But you know, <laughs> if you stop playing with your penis so much, you can learn how to police somebody you can learn the difference between a gun and a taser that's ridiculous that he no, the, about, yeah that that that's really crazy that. i really want people to sit back and think about our police officers are so ill-trained <laughs> they don't know the difference between a taser and a handgun let alone you know and think if you don't know that on your own body how are you going to tell if, if a cell phone is a gun? You don't know. That's why all guns should be legal. The Second Amendment is more than just militias. There's a reason why everybody should carry guns. Not only because it's going to make everybody faster. <laughs> no, but it's true. I swear to God. We ran away from so many people that we wronged, but because they had guns, trust me, we ran and we but, ran but, fast. So let's, let's talk about that for a second, right? Aside from everyone owning guns, look at communities where guns are, I guess, they're a little bit more encouraged, right? You're not going to have the same kind of, you're still going to have crime, but you're not going to have the same level of di divisiveness between like poor neighborhoods and rich neighborhoods. Like what we have out here in, in Arizona, like granted, yeah, poor communities are still a little bit more dangerous, but it's not like cops are shooting people like they are in progressive cities. So there's almost like this expectation that not only is it okay for everyone to own a gun, but the key here that I want to get to my listeners' heads is self-policing. Everyone yeah. is now able to police their own communities. The fact that it's a gun is not the, 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 the emphasis here, right? The gun is just symbolic. It's just, it's just a tool, right, that people go, oh, there's guns. Okay, so that automatically means protection. That automatically means 
some degree of safety depending on your experience because some people think it's dangerous some people think it's safety some people feel safe and that in itself i think in local communities is already enough because now people have this mindset of okay well if we all have guns right and you're talking about running as fast as you can there's a there's a there's a flip side here and this is the thought people are able to self-police People are able to say, I'm not going to call the cops, get off my property, or I'm going to go get a gun. And that's how it was in the 1800s. It was like, <laughs> you don't belong here. Show us, you know, it's like, hey, you know, you treat us <laughs> with respect or we're going to go get the sheriff true. and he's got to, no, I'm serious. Like, that's a primitive example, but it's true. It's like, if a stranger came to town causing a ruckus, right, people would be like, dude, that's not how we do things here. Get out. We've got order here. We've got rules here. You don't just come here and cause a ruckus in our town. And then they, they, they have guns. But then if, if needed be, right, and something went down or a duel happened or someone got shot, then they'd go get the sheriff. But people yeah. solve things on their own turf. So that's what I want to get at is humans haven't changed. We can still, it's not just about self-preservation. It's about self-policing. That's another thing I want to talk about. Well, but here's the thing, too, because a lot of people believe that if we self-police, we're going to be shooting everybody. But the thing is like this. You know, like, when we would run away, you know, the guys with guns, they just laugh. Like, man, we made them boys run. <laughs> <laughs> we and got they, them running. We got yeah, them running. But that's the whole point. That's the, that's the point. Making us run. Because, because it, it, like, well, we're just boys. That's what progressives need to know. It's like, what would you rather? You want to get bad people scattering or do you want people just to be shot because they're just ill-prepared and don't know any better? I would rather have people who are messing with you just start, you know, hit the road and start running. Well, okay, but here's the thing. This is human nature. Like, I believe conservatives, especially gun owners, uh, I, and I've seen this all the, not all the time, but in many, many, many times. I've never seen somebody shoot a kid just for theft or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Usually they just want to scare the heck out of them. You know, as they say, scared straight. And and, and it actually really has happened to us. Like, I mean, we never learned, <laughs> but my point is this. We never, learned. <laughs> no, we never did. We never learned. We, we just kept going. But here's the reason why they never shot us or, you know, they threatened us, but they never shot us. And here's why. Because the conservative people always knew and understood that, hey, look, we're just boys. This is how boys behave. That's why they need strong male figures. Mm -hmm. Eventually, they'll get it straight. But if not, they'll end up dead or in prison. And they, we'd always get that lecture. That's right. That's right. You know, yeah. this and that. You, you want to end up dead. You want to do this. You want to do that. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, 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 you know. You know, you're absolutely right. Even just from upbringing, like I know not all boys are like this, but man, like if you knew some of the people I know now that are very upstanding, very strong, like good, positive role models, like men, right? When you hear about their upbringing, what were they doing? They were causing a ruckus. They were causing trouble. They were like breaking stuff, you know? And like, yeah, no, and, but and it's the truth. It's what, it's what boys do when they're young. Dude, me and my brother would fight. And I don't think, and my parents never intervene. It's like, we would actually, I mean, if it got crazy, you'd be like, all right, stop, stop. But it's like roughhousing. That's what kids do. Like, you know what kids do between the ages of like four to 11? They wrestle. No, yeah. Regardless of what people say, you're not 
actually trying to hurt each other. Kids wrestle, dude. I used to duke it out with my cousins, with friends. We would actually do that. Like, it, it, sometimes it would happen even at school, right, where people just start grabbing each other's shirts and wrestling. No one's actually trying to hurt anybody. But sometimes that's what men do when they're young. It's just like you're trying, you do have something to prove, right? You don't want to be the laughing stock of your group. And that's what kids do. And now that I think about it and I reflect on childhood memories, I'm not even somebody who likes to fight. But fights are not the same as wrestling. Boys wrestle just like dogs wrestle. And I hate to yeah. compare it to dogs. But, but no, <laughs> they all do. All animals kids, do it. Young boys, right? Maybe not girls, but young boys wrestling when you're between the no girls don't do this yeah girls don't do this but but boys boys roughhouse and you gotta let them duke it out like just let them freaking like like, i remember when my mom would be like stop them from doing this it's like and and then you hear the dad's like that's just what they do let them figure it out if he hurts himself (laughs) then he learns a lesson but that's part of it The, the thing is is when you grow up and you don't have those boundaries set right? That aggressiveness gets put out of proportion. There's no morality behind it. There's no, okay, so now evaluate. Why did you guys get there? There's no thinking. And you need a father. You need a father to show you that stuff, to, to tell you like, okay, this is why things work. This is how things work. If men, that's the thing. If young boys didn't have that, it's almost like you're in arrested development with your childhood-like aggression and and stupid tendencies is what I call it, right? Because yep. it doesn't get put in the check. That's how you end up dead or in prison or on drugs. Yeah, no, but, and, then, and then the ultimate would be the ultimate goal, or I don't want to say end game, Avengers end game, but like <laughs> the, the ultimate goal would be if you can stop up. See, because here's the thing. Let me, let me rewind. And this is why I love Savage. I will give Dr. Savage all the credit in the world because, you know, like I really follow him when it comes to uh, his, his plants, how he's studying in botany, mm-hmm. his, his knowledge of pharmaceuticals. I mean, I might not know much about his politics other than he's conservative, but you, people have to pay attention to what he knows as a medical expert. Right. As a medical expert. And... And this is really real. We don't want our boys to be boys. We want all these gun laws. We want all of these things. Yep. Because it is just another way of pushing pharmaceuticals. Because that's here's, a good point. That's a but excellent here's the point. thing. Like when when you see two boys wrestling, what do you call that? ADD. Oh, we got to put them on some sort of exactly, you know, exactly. mind altering. And it's, I'm not kidding you. Ritalin is a mind altering drug, just like marijuana. It's the truth. It's like, uh, and, and it's, it was funny because I was, you know, just going through some of Savage's stuff mm-hmm. and he talked about the Mandarin people. No, I'm not kidding you. He did. He was talking about stuff like I'm telling you. He is spot on. I am because you know, and not that I need validation, but it's sometimes you want to you want to know what other people think. He does. He thinks like you do. He's he's he's, well. I I bet you he's a greater thinker than I am because I'm man. You got to read that healing children naturally. Like if you read his stuff, it's. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, but, I'm gonna buy it on Amazon if it's on there. Yeah, no, but it's good for kids too. Like it, it's <laughs> like if you want kids to poop, he got no, that. And and the thing is, dude, dude. So here's here's where it ties back into a degree of conservatism. We have gotten by 
and lived long, healthy lives, right? Now, here's yeah. the thing. Aside from pestilence and, and plagues and all that, we get it. But as a whole, the types of diseases that we have now were not naturally occurring diseases. We created some of those yeah. diseases because of bad practices, bad hygienes, and pharmaceuticals. Because here's the deal. When you try to, say, fix an infection, right? Or you've tried to, like, for example, think about how... Um, how uh, how uh, vaccines are made. They're made because you infect a horse with the disease, right? And the body produces antibodies and that's how you produce the cure, right? That, that's generally the idea. I'm not, a, I'm not a medical guy, so I don't know much about this, but that's how, that's how antibodies are made, right? It's like your body has to have the white blood cells and the immune system fighting it off. And what you're doing is you're giving yourself a little bit of it, but just enough so that your body can overcome it. Let's think about that from a conservative perspective when it comes to self-preservation. What are our bodies designed to do? Fend off attackers and heal by itself. That's the key thing here. I think that yeah, that's a blanket statement, but with the introduction of all these like antidepressants and all that, like when I was living in a progressive city, when I was living in Oakland, literally the first thing that people would say if you were depressed was, okay, automatically go see a therapist. Something must be wrong with you. And from there, the therapist would say, okay, I'm going to put you on some kind of medication where your serotonin levels will get, you know, elevated a little bit because maybe you have that, you know, and, and that's, that was the norm. That was yeah. the norm. People in progressive cities are depressed as like, they, they are. Okay, I, when I lived in Oakland, I got to say this, man. I think a solid 80% of my friends uh-huh. all, on, all, all on some kind of medication, all on some kind of antidepressant. And believe me, I've suffered from depression. I've had debilitating depression where it's, your, your mind is just in a pit and you can't even get out of bed. You don't even want to take a shower. Like I know what that's like. And I can say with certainty that, and this, oh, dude, ah, now, now you got, got me acting like you. This goes back to the 12th step too. Like, cause it's, it's you, you are overcoming it, right? You are like through behavior, through behavioral modification, function analysis, you are putting in place antecedents, right? And consequences for your actions. That's how people who overcome these things naturally overcome it is because you give yourself a reason to pick yourself up, right? And then you reward yourself or you reinforce your own behavior. So if our progressive world was tying it back to parenting, focused more on behavior modification and reinforcing good behavior, would we really need to put people with ADD or all that on Ritalin? Would we have to put depressed kids on antidepressants? No, it's not natural. It's not natural, not even in the slightest. And this is why it ties back into Dr. Savage's work and how I also believe in that. I believe in healing. Meds is not healing. Meds is maintenance. That's the difference here. There's healing and then there's maintenance, right? Because what? You go off of that and your your body's all screwed up. It can't function without the meds. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. This Okay, so what you're describing is, we talk about this all the time. I keep telling you, there's progressive science and then there's conservative science. Right. Conservative science is based on I, the laws I, of nature. Well, yeah, no, but I hate to admit this too, but every great, I'm learning this. So every great scientist that I respect all believe in God. It's amazing. 
Because even from Savage, a modern dude, he believes in God, obviously, because he wrote that book, God, Faith, God, Faith and Reason. I haven't read it I yet. Might re- I'm, I'm gonna, I might read it. You don't even read. Whoa, look at you. Yeah, no, but I think I might because it might have some answers. Uh, but I'm, remember how I told you before, in, eight, in the 1800s, like the start of progressive ideology versus, mm-hmm. you know, the fight of, 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 you know, Christian principles or whatever. There was two major scientists at that time, Charles Darwin, which is how we govern today. All our social policies are right. based on Darwin. Based on Darwinism, theory. yeah. But the other great scientist was Louis Pasteur. Louis Pasteur was a, like, remember we talked about pasteurized milk and stuff like that. Yeah. But he also did all of those things that you're talking about about antibiotics vaccines all these things about helping the body heal itself naturally and it's weird because savage has a book healing children naturally Mm -hmm. pasteur was about healing naturally like even though he made antibiotics or whatever but (laughs) but that's my point to help the body heal itself that's what pasteur did pasteur savage all these dudes are doing great research and how to help the body heal itself naturally without this weird chemical crap mm-hmm. that you find in Ritalin. Absolutely. Because, see, all of these dudes, I don't care who it is, and not that I know what Savage thinks, but I bet you money if we ask him, do you believe boys should be wrestling? It's natural. Do you think, I bet you money he'll say yeah. Yeah. Because you're course. supposed to. Every, but no, but if you ask a progressive scientist, They'll say no. Whoa, that's a good point. No, no, no. no, But that's and that's the whole thing. And then how do we tie this back to, you know, because like because I want to bring it back to the no, the the way we tie this back to the Second Amendment is yeah. What does it say? Self-preservation. Your body is designed to do that itself. That's why suicide is also not natural. Truth. It's but that's my point. When you stop a boy from being a boy, he will become suicidal. And I don't care if they're watching porn or because I'm telling you now. Oh my God. When we feminize boys, the suicide rate goes to 40%. If you know, but check this out. When you're, all you do is just play with your penis all day. Something is wrong with you. Yeah. Seriously. And that, I know, I know there's something wrong with us. No, but the thing is because for some reason, I don't know why, but if you don't masturbate, you get more aggressive. And not that you, you want that aggression, but, when you stop playing well, with your penis, you could do more things. When you, but- when you stop, right? Okay, so here's the thing that I've done because I'm, I'm exercising this. When you don't indulge like that, right? That pent-up energy is for, for first your body's kick because you have a sexual appetite that you were yeah. never supposed to develop. So that's the first thing. I want to tell people who are listening to this. If you're somebody who was indulging in pornography for a long time, when you go off porn for a, a couple of weeks, you're going <laughs> to you're going to be like cuz it's like a drug. Your body your body's dope looking for that hit of dopamine, you can't sleep, you probably get a rash. Like your body actually has physical reactions to going off of porn and people have have reported this. And as a result, you think that that initial pent up energy which is technically a form of, with, of withdrawal is unnatural. You're like, oh, I'm aggressive and I'm angry. No, you're just getting your testosterone that you keep expunging back. So now yeah. go lift some heavy objects or go build a fort or actually or go, go run. A woman. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? No, but it's the truth. And that, that, truth. I think yeah. that's what we were doing as kids. That's what we were designed to do. We were supposed to do that. Yeah. 
and God and God gave us our laws, right, to keep them. Because here's the thing: if it's abused, sex in itself, not masturbation, but sex in itself, it destroys men. Kingdoms come down. Rome crumbled because of that. It wasn't yeah. masturbation; it's just because everyone was sleeping with each other. So <laughs> that's that's no, why it's weird, though. It really is weird. Like when it when I think about things like that, because I'm getting into you know the Bible. It's amazing. Though. It's like, called it. It was the original <laughs> red pill. The original red pill is the Bible. That's what I'll say. It, no, but it's uh, but that's why I, I believe. Like, cause you know, like the whole thing with the Mobius, it, it's, 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 uh, cause like we always joke about it because it's a Star Trek thing. Right. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the whole theory of the Mobius, how time becomes a loop and, but it's, uh, no, but I'm telling you now there, ah, because it's amazing. Like if you lived your whole life and then you read the Bible and then you see how it just repeats itself over and over and over again, I'm thinking, how can time not be a loop? How can it not be circular? How is there is no such thing as infinity or in, it it because it starts at one point and it goes a full 360 and then it starts again. But then the difference is do we learn? Do we learn from our past? Do we learn from our mistakes? And the answer is of course we don't. We still haven't. Like what's happening in Baltimore with this stupid gun laws. Or, <laughs> you know, but it's the truth. It's like, how did these guys not know? How did they not know to train their cops to make guns legal? The mayor controls the police force. Obviously, they're not going to educate them properly. Higher kill counts is what they want. Yeah, but my thing is, like, I understand all of that. But my point is, I mean, but I, see, but then it comes back to, I believe this is a failure on Christian leaders because... Christian leaders in quotes. Yeah, well, because think about this, and it goes back to Pasteur is a real scientist because he did it the right way. And he, his discoveries still help us to this day. Darwin was full of it. There's nothing, but he celebrated as if he is a god. They celebrate Darwin like he's no one's, like, man, they celebrate Darwin. I, I can't even oh, yeah. describe how disgusting it is, but. It's the truth. They celebrate this man, and they they hate people like um, Pastor. Oh, vaccinate and you know, but there's a big anti-vaccination movement. There's a big movement for oh, you know, all the boys are ADD. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Every boy is like that. I don't know a boy who is not like that. Even the gay boys, you know, because you know, uh, even though they're effeminate. But the reason why, like, you know, we go back to the suicide, right? The reason why they're feminine is not from not being aggressive. It's being aggressive in the wrong way. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, because fighting's dirty. I told you about that one fight I got into with one of those karate. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and then you know, grabbed my dick. <laughs> but instead of grabbing my nuts, he, he grabbed my penis. And, you know, I'm thinking. But the thing is like this. There's a lot of grabbing down there. You know, I've had people try to grab your, you know, your butthole. You know what I mean? Like, but that's what people try to do because it's like when you're desperate, like Mike Tyson bit off the dude's ear. Yeah. You know, things kick in. So what do you do? Grab for the balls. You grab for, you know, put your up their ass. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what people do in a real fight. So, you, you know, when you're effeminate and you do things in that way, 
it makes you feel really bad because, you know, come on, you got to, you know, and I even told this dude, I was like, dude, come on, really? I said, that's some gay stuff that you did there. I said, you know, you got to realize not everybody's penis is the same size. So you just grabbed a whole handful of my dick and that's why you lost. Let's do it again. I'm like, I ain't find you twice, but you know what I mean? But that's the thing. I've shamed him because it's kind of like that moving waiting when uh you I mean there was I mean this is based on a true story waiting of the 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 movie about <laughs> uh, everybody working in a restaurant so yeah. the guy just had this penis showing game and then when when you made them look at their penis they would call you a fag and then kick you in the butt a couple of times <laughs> afterwards but the thing is it's just, it's just a guy thing you know what i mean because like every guy knows it's not really right to i mean because i know that there's a lot of gay people and i'm not saying it's you're wrong or different or something but on the streets it's just not what we do <laughs> you know what i mean because it's like come on you don't want to be that guy because it seems to me it takes a lot of energy to you know to be gay it really does it takes a lot of energy to be gay and when you're fighting in the streets and stuff like that or doing your thing you don't got time to just hit it and quit it with another guy because it's way too dirty you're gonna walk around with all that stuff around your stuff you know what i mean so when you're a guy and you're effeminate and you're doing like aggressive guy things it really messes with your head. And that's why the suicide rate is so high because it's, you know, if you hit an equipment with a chick, it ain't that bad. It's not dirty. I mean, it's dirty, but yeah. it's not that dirty. It's dirty enough. It's kind of like not taking a bath for a week. You got stinky armpits. You can live with that. And then if your crotch area kind of smells a little funky, <laughs> it's, you can live with that. But then if your region down there is filled with fecal matter and stuff like come on you can't live with that you're gonna you know that's gross and it will kill you yeah no but there's a certain thing like and that's why like on the streets it's really hard to be gay because you can't do the th i mean because look the street culture is really gross like you know when they say hit it and quit it chicken heads and all these other people look it's that's why there's a lot of disease on the streets because you're not thinking about anything, you know, you're just living life, you know, like, like a real savage would. And, uh, you know, so if you're so gross or so twisted that you're hitting and quitting it, you know, raping dudes or doing whatever it is that they do, come on, that's bad. Like that's going to lay way heavy on your head. So, you know, and people know this, this isn't a secret. So, when they feminize boys, they do that with that intent because they go, look, if we feminize these dudes, if we say this is wrong, this is wrong and let them act out and then they act out sexually, guess what? They're suicidal. That's why 75% of white boys that are gay are suicidal. 75%, dude, that's, yeah. that's hella high because when black dudes are gay, they're not gay like... I think the way white guys are gay. Like, well, let, let's let's actually talk about that because I think the race aspect, not just sexual orientation, plays a big role here, right? I don't know if you're familiar with this, but 
the, the Darwin aspect of, of racism, right, is actually rooted in that because with a lot of people who are conservative now, we talk about things as far as the dominance hierarchy is concerned, right? Yeah. But that's just how men have operated all the time regardless of race, you know? That's just how, how they have. Because well, I hate to say this because men are dominant. And it's yeah, just it, well, yeah, 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 but but that's that's the thing, right? Stronger than the female, and boom, and that's about as far as it goes. Well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, and it leads a segue to to my video that I posted up yesterday. I don't know if you watch it, where you can now have transgender males, oh, yeah, 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 competing in women's sports. So, but here's the thing: if progressives are like, that's not fair. My daughter is, is in track, and you've got this. Tra-. Now you are acknowledging that gender is not a construct. It's a bi- they are biologically it's a real different. biological function. No, it's a real biological thing. It's, then, it's, but that, that's the thing. And, and people are just like, you're, they're conflicted. I'm like, yeah, you're confused. No, but why is this even a discussion? That's the point. You know what I mean? Like, You've got all these anchors on Good Morning America that are just like, do you think it's the right thing? In your head, you'd have to be mentally crazy to think that that's normal. Well, Pelosi, like you said, she passed that law. Well, she's you know what I mean? if it gets passed, our free speech is gone. That means you could go to jail for misgendering somebody. Yeah, that's crazy. That's the, <laughs> no, this show's gonna keep be your outlawed. guns. You better, you are not taking me without a fight. Like, <laughs> no, I, be how can he not? How can he change? Honestly, like, there's no way, like, because man, there's no way I could ever change. Like, it's hard for me to speak without cursing. So, you're gonna really tell me some dude on the dress? I'm gonna have to call him she. Hell no. well, I'll tell you this, that's not happening for me. It's not. You know what's kind of, we used to call him He-Man. Like, He-Man. <laughs> you know, just like, because we thought that was, not that it was gay, but He-Man was kind of gay. So that was what we used to call a lot of those transgender dudes, like, hey, what's up, He-Man? <laughs> because He-Man, we just thought He-Man was gay. We're just running around with the big old muscles, naked, you know. I <laughs> think, what's wrong with you? He-Man. <laughs> just all always naked just you know <laughs> no but you know because i know this is weird because i know a lot of white people don't see it this way but tarzan was gay uh he-man was gay because dude why are you running around naked it don't make no sense just like because you know it, it's just a weird thing but white i don't i don't want to say white fantasies but white fantasies always had dudes naked running around just all big and buff just just naked no not naked but with their loincloth dude that's just i don't know i always thought that was we well not just i wasn't the only one we all thought that was like dude that's gay (laughs) running around with their big old muscles and you're like celebrating these big old muscular dudes just running around half naked it never made sense to any of us oh yeah superheroes at least they were covered I mean, granted, they're in tights, but, you know, it's not as gay as running around naked. That's true. That's why I was never a fan of the submariner in Marvel, Namor or whatever, because all he had was a little dolphin fin, like, covering his area, and that was it. Dude, that's just so bizarre, though. It's just, but see, things like that makes me think that that was the start of trying to make, you know, boys effeminate, because instead of just wrestling or just goofing around and just regular fighting and just you know because like i don't know it's just weird like you know like the whole schwarzenegger thing how is that not gay because i remember arnold schwarzenegger did say that you know that uh when he was a boy 
he used to have posters of all these half naked bodybuilders in his arms. Yeah, yeah his I remember that. that. He was gay because <laughs> yeah, his father would walk in and be like, "No, it's that." Oh, you mentioned that. That's funny because I remember hearing that somewhere where it's like, "Why do you have all these pictures of men that are just flexing like on your?" Yeah, dude, that's hella gay. Like, I don't want to see that. That's weird. But that said, um. No, but but think about because I want to go back to Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger couldn't control his sexual behavior. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, damn, that chick was. I, and actually, a counselor said something to me uh, the other day about banging. You know, one of my baby. Uh, you know, the mother's is like really not attractive woman, and you know, she, well, yeah. Then she goes, "That was better than Arnold's." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because that's but, coming from your soon-to-be wife yeah no but that's said yeah it's it's a girl thing but anyway so, but, <laughs> it's the truth it's like uh, yeah it, it's and i believe when you feminize men too they're they can't control their sexual behavior like that's the thing like so for us we would bang way too many women and that's also effeminate in a weird way that's effeminate behavior because you know why are you doing that? Why can't you just, you know, act like a real man, just get married, take care of your kids, and then support your your little group? You know what I mean? But that's the thing. It's like, you know, having too many women is also, I don't want to say gay, because, you know, gay is supposed to be, but it's kind of like, dude, what's the next step? You're going to start banging dudes or dogs or sheep? You know what I mean? But that's the thing. But, but why? But that, I feel like you're not off the rails when you say that. Because look at what happened to Kevin Spacey, right? And I'm willing to bet, like, Charlie Sheen. Like, I, yeah. There's no, there's no way. That's just so bizarre. But see, but, but, but here's the thing. I mean, no one said it, right? But, like, dude, it, it's, like, all those glam rockers dressed as women in the 80s. Like, and you yeah. were screwing a lot of women. Yeah, I think there's more to it. I mean, Same thing with Prince. Look at Prince. Yeah. You know, I mean, Prince, I love Prince to death. But. And he was a Christian. He was a Christian dude. He wore makeup, banged a lot of chicks, and they ended up killing himself with drugs. You know what I mean? Because it, it's a that, suicide culture. But that's my point. It, it really is all of this stuff. See, because here's the thing. I'm telling you now. And Anthony Bourdain is the same way. He had a freaking feminist of a crazy wife girlfriend. It's that girl, Asia Argento, one of those Me yeah. Too girls. <laughs> that guy killed himself. Yeah, like, no, but and I hate to say things like that, but it leads you to death. Yeah. And too much sex leads you to death. And But that's what they want. They want you, these people on the left, they want you to be super sexual. But Because I'm trying to think, like, and, and, I, and I go back to my coach. I honestly never seen him with a girl. He only liked this one, like, you know, one of the teachers. Like, one of the teachers at my school was at every single meet. She was at all the practices. And she would just sit with her, you know, you know, some girls, you know, that she may or may not. I don't know what the girls do. But whatever they were doing on the stands is what they were doing. But every single day. But they never kissed. They never did anything. And then, you know, but, you know, like, they never did anything. Like, seriously, they never did any, All of them years as adults, they just, they enjoyed each other's friendships, and that was that. Like, you know, he had friends, 
you know, the other coaches and they talked, they got to dinner and stuff like that. But he was like a real man. You know what I mean? Like that was your example of a real man, you know, didn't have a lot of chicks. He was still athletic. Remember I told you that story. He was, he lifted over like a hundred something pounds. He did it like 20, 30 times. And he goes, just in case you, you know, blah, 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 get out of hand. You know, I can handle it. <laughs> you know, I'll handle it. And, uh, but that's what real men do. They don't need a bunch of women. They don't need to be famous. They just need to take care of that little group of people that they're, that they take care of. You know what I'm saying? And that's why it's like when you're, effeminized and i believe i was you know effeminate because i used to have long hair and i did like when i grow up my hair my fro is like because like i have straight even though i have an afro but it's kink i don't know it's a weird like my hair is weird because you know i'm half white half black so it's not like i have an afro afro so my afro actually can grow long like up to my shoulders so i got like whoa you know what i mean and i could (laughs) break my hair and stuff so anyway yeah, like I was like effeminate when you think about it because I was banging a lot of chicks. I would do it in public. You know what I mean? It's like, why am I showing my penis to other people? Because what? I want to attract more men too? You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like, you know, because everybody has eyes. So why was I showing off my penis all the time? That's gay. It's like porn is gay. Dude, gay is, I don't mean, care, like... What I was doing wasn't as gay as what porn, because porn is hella gay, dude. <laughs> That's just hella gay, because you really see it. Like, at least for me, you only saw, like, the bulge. You didn't see it, really. You just saw whatever. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, come on, that was gay. That's totally gay. Now, when you're having sex in public and people can see you, people can see your butt, that's gay. You're showing off your butt, and you don't care if other guys can see your butt? Dude, that's gay. You know what I mean? But people think like, oh, dude, like, like the the professor, he he was like the man's man. Nah, that was like hella gay, man. <laughs> you know, when you really think about it, because dude, that's gay. It's just, just, just when you when other men are watching you and you don't care other men are watching you, dude, that's gay. <laughs> that, but that's my point. These people effeminize you so much. But the thing is, that kind of behavior also leads you to suicidal thoughts because, you know, like, and I've known many dudes that actually committed suicide over the sex that we were having back in the old days. For me, it was a means of survival. So I never, that never crossed my mind because I was surviving. But everybody else, dude, they they weren't surviving. They were being taken advantage of. You you know, but it's the truth. I mean, I feel bad. I mean, you know. Sure, sure. But like, because his name was Johnny. Uh, I I still can't stop thinking about Johnny, dude. Because that yeah. was well, the know. excess is 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 goes beyond what we were saying, right? Because it's just it's not we were not supposed to do it, and we don't. I don't want to get all biblical here, but it's an appetite that we weren't supposed to have. You you actually were not supposed to have uh, a crazy sexual appetite where it's like. I mean, it, people get introduced to it through different ways, right? It could be sexual abuse, could be pornography. And then what it does is it, it actually skyrockets your brain, especially if it happens before the age of 25. Dude, you can't think straight. Dude. Well, I, I think most of these kids that, that aren't getting laid, honestly, like, dude, we talked about this too, that aren't getting laid, that think it's perfectly okay to have sex dolls because now they can't even get it for real. And they're playing video games in their bedroom. I don't think you've had a clear thought in 10 years. Because think yeah. about it, right? If you're confined, 
and I hate to say this, but if you're confined to your mother's basement and you haven't left home past the age of 18, you've been there for, for a while and you've, you just play video games all day, you stay at home, that's not natural. Like, it's not, like people say high rents and job markets. But no, 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 no. Nothing about that is natural. Go get a dishwashing job because that's the thing. Progressives paint it as, hey, more millennials than ever are moving back home into their parents' home because of debt. And that's another thing. Debt is also death culture. That's a separate thing. But they're moving back in because of the pressures of the world, right? That, that's a real thing. Most headlines out there for social commentary are saying a lot of young people under the age of 35 right now are really, really depressed. They're not in relationships. And, like, and I get shouted out for saying that I think that the sex addiction, right, to some degree has a lot to do with it because you can't think straight. Because here's the thing, like how bad could it be, right? Like people say, okay, I can't pay my rent so I got to live with, with my family. Well, back in the old days, People just worked more hours. People just worked harder. Yeah. Right? That's why that's why it's and but the thing is, here's the kicker. If you're not whacking it to the computer all the time, you have energy to work 60 hour weeks as opposed to 40 hour weeks. Or that's even a fact. 80. Yeah. Probably 80. You could probably pull two different jobs. Yeah. And, Dude, and I'm not kidding you. Pull two different jobs. They did that. People who were, were, and people have said that because they start doing that, it's not just about the monetary stuff that comes on, but it's the development that you get in that you are actually able to, to be more productive because that's the key word here. It's all productivity, right? When people say, and you know what are the, the, the most perverse thing that progressives push? Oh, it's not healthy to work hard. I've seen that. <laughs> that's how you know they're getting you because it's all subtle, right? And if you're not, if you don't, if you're not thinking for yourself, you're going to read something on BuzzFeed and say, wow, so, so they're recommending that if you work 80-hour work weeks, that's not good for your mental health. And I'm like, uh, back in the day, that's all humans did. You slept yeah. or you worked. You didn't really do anything. And maybe if you were tilling the land or tending the livestock, dude, you had 16-hour days. Like, get out of here. We're designed okay, for that. This is what people are going to say. Well, back then in those days, people only lived to be 50. And then they die because they worked too hard. It's like, no, they died early because they honestly didn't know things about diet and things like that. Sure. And, and, and medicine keeps, I mean, believe it or not, modern medicine is keeping us alive longer than, you know, not modern medicine, like Pasteur-based type research is keeping us alive longer. That's right. And, and, then, and then, uh, then, then anything. It has nothing to do with, oh, you're overworking. Although, I mean, you're not supposed to work, you know, like working in a coal mine 80 hours a week isn't going to, you know, of course you're going to. Sure, gonna sure. Your, your lungs are going to, you know, give out. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, yes. but, so I, we understand the extreme. So I don't want people talking crazy like, oh. If you're, if you're somewhat rational and you're listening to this, I think people are going to know what we mean. Because here's the thing. You cannot deny that the rise in social media use or pornography use, I actually group them as the same because they, they do, they have the same kind of effect on your brain, right? They're all hits of dopamine. And, and dude, you know, you, you watch those breakdowns of people on the internet when they lose their Instagram, they lose that kind of stuff. And it's just like, sometimes I have to remind myself that it's just a, it's just a thing. It's just a thing on the computer. It's almost like, you know what that reminds me of back in the day, you, you might be a little Oh, but you might be able yeah, to relate no, no, to like, honest, I can't relate to it. But what I'm saying is <laughs> back in the day, kids, <laughs> right? Kids, kids would throw a crazy fit if they like, 
lost an online game. Like you would see kids get so charged up and so angry at video games. Like if the Wi-Fi went out, kids would to- throw a tantrum and everything. And I, 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 I remember thinking like, I used to be like that where it's like, dude, if I lost at a video game, kids don't even get that mad when they're playing sports and they're on the losing team. You know how mad they get when they play video games and they lose? It's like two times more. You know why that is? It's because of the feedback. Computer games and video games and pornography. What feedback? The feedback is is the effect that these stimulants on the computer have on your brain. It's a real thing. You're kidding me. Really? Well, no, because it's 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 entertainment, right? So it's 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 hitting you. You're getting a lot of signals. You're getting like points. You're getting. No, visual. that's my point. So everybody's like bent out of shape over points on a like who nobody's seen you. Nobody knows. No, but kids kids get off on that because it's rewarding. You know, they want to kill each other on the video game. That's I say this because thing. look at how angry and crazy some of these games no but i bet get. you money those are the kids that go ahead and shoot up the schools and stuff <laughs> i'm not kidding people like, attribute it to that or they attribute it well people attribute it to that it's possible i mean there's no conclusive data on that but i, I i'm saying it's more that grouped with the suicide culture that pornography Dude, that does is, porn okay, turns no, you violent building block. But, what you just described is a building block of suicide like seriously i, I like Man, like, I, like I played video games. You know, like you play Street Fighter. It's you not know, the going. same now. It's no, but that's my. More, that's what I'm saying. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, that that's insane. Like, remember when our parents used to say things like, "Oh, we played video games and we watched movies like RoboCop and stuff," but I would not let my kids watch the movies now. Like, there's, that's kind of crazy, but there's some truth to that. We've become desensitized to violence. We've become desensitized to sex. And we've also become desensitized to overall exposure of imagery and all that stuff that that's on the oh, computer. It puts your brain into overdrive, and I you think, it. and people think that, oh, well, I'm looking at a lot of images, so it means that my brain is processing more and I'm learning more information. Believe it or not, you're not, because studies have shown that your brain still actually functions when it's performing one task at maximum effort at a time. Multitasking is a myth to some degree because your brain is still, you're still focusing on one thing at a time, even though you might be doing, juggling a couple of things. Yeah, men can do it. Men can. So so what I'm trying to say is that's part of it. And when you play a video game, right, you're getting hit with visual stimulus, audio stimulus. There's a lot of stuff, not to mention the dopamine rush when you say, say you shoot somebody like Fortnite, kids go crazy for that stuff. You take that away and it's, it's not the same. Like, Seeing kids get pissed off at a soccer game when they lose is one thing, right? That's a, that's a regular reaction. Yeah. The type of anger that you see that comes out of kids when they lose at a video game or when you take away their video game I, console I is I still can't fathom that. No, but it's true. And I, I think I, that... I, no, I believe you. I'm just saying I, can't, I still can't wrap my head around it because that's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever true. heard. And, and, and the thing is, I, I understand because to some degree I used to be like that. I don't play video games anymore, not even a little bit. But it's <clears> like, I remember that. We're just like, I got so mad once I threw the controller across the room. And I remember when my brother would be playing and I used up the no, internet. It just hit me. This is why they took scoring out of the games. Because they wanted you hooked on stupid video games and you get your scores from there. <laughs> Seriously. There's remember, I mean, not remember, um, but I remember when they first started not keeping score. 
in soccer games and in basketball. They were just running around just doing hoops, and they weren't even keeping score. But that's the point. They took away all of that from the kids from doing real-life activities, and then you get that from playing video games based on what you're saying. Because I've never played a video game, and I'm thinking – you know what I mean? Like, dude, like, video game can never take the place of playing a real game. I don't care if it's basketball, kickball, nation. Well, nation, I don't know. Like, nation is, a, like, super dodgeball. Yeah. You know, so that we call it nation. Um, but, you know, there, you could really see who's winning, like, when you play uh, dodgeball or, or something. No, dodgeball was a stupid game because there was no real winner in dodgeball. You know? But in Nation... Dodgeball is last man standing, and even that is not... you know. Yeah, that's not... But Nation was actually pretty bad. It was a bad, bad game because it was like, dude... Anyway, I don't want to get to describe Nation to you. But anyway, uh, but games, physical sport, physical activity where there's a clear-cut winner, you feel something. Yeah. And then you get that kind of anger. But that's my point. They took it away from you. See, like, that was one of the first steps. You know, part of making everybody effeminate, the first step was to take away the scoring system. Seriously, dude, that's what they did. They took it, like, I don't know when they started this, maybe in the 90s, I guess. Mm -hmm. So if you grew up in the 90s, you weren't allowed to keep scoring anymore. You know, you play a baseball game. Really? Yeah. That's stupid. Nobody kept score. It was like everybody's a winner. Everybody gets a participation trophy. Oh, we got to talk about that. We're going to roll into we that. We are talking about it right now because you just described the end result. That's what happened. They took away – like there's no winners, there's no losers. Everybody's the same. But guess what? Video games took that place. Now, from what you're saying, you're getting your that – adrenaline right. rush from winning or losing because dude when you lose it sucks yeah yeah uh, but uh so anyway so when you don't have that as a boy and then you can get that somehow in a video game boom now it makes sense to me it's like shit that's now i get it because i knew that was a bad thing because i said dude we got it i know because i remember like my parents I, I actually thanked them for this i didn't understand it as a kid but they 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 said no video games and they, and the thing is they were right. So I would sneak off and see, it made a liar out of me. I went and played my friends <laughs> things and, and got pent up over that. Right. So you'd be sneaking around, you'd develop like unhealthy habits where you just like play video games in the middle of the night when your parents aren't looking, but see, that's the problem is that like that, that would happen. And that that's to some degree, I think because they were very restrictive, I think in small doses, it's fine. But we've made a, a, a culture out of it. And this is a recent phenomenon of the last five years. People get paid to play video games. Now, if you're entertaining and you can stream it and kids, oh kids actually strive for that. Kids strive to be gamers. Like that's a legitimate thing where it's like, I want to be a Twitch streamer. No, but see, but do that. you can't be, but that's my point. Now you're going to tell me some fat kid playing video games. is going to take the place of some, that guy like bowling. It you know, the white boy. Has. It already has, dude. These, if you go to these video game conventions and these VidCons from YouTube and all that, dude, you're going to find, like, fat, bearded, you know, like... See, because my thing is like this. Why is it Matthew Bowling, like, some kid that everybody knows about? You know what I mean? Because, dude, that's phenomenal. Like, for us, 
Dude, that's like, man, that's like big news, but I guess nobody cares because some fat video kid, video game playing kid is more popular than this kid who's going to one day hopefully do great things. But anyway, uh, going back to uh, this whole thing, dude, now I'm, I totally get it now. So part of this feminization was first to take away scoring and all this other stuff and then they replaced it with this mind controlling video game crap yeah and now you got cities like baltimore where you got all of these crazy crimes because you got all of these boys who don't know what to do with themselves seriously because what are they going to do with themselves you know, most of these, well, I don't know if these kids in Baltimore could afford video. I don't know how expensive video games. I don't know if they're free. Well, now, they're, now they're very affordable and that's like, it's a default. I feel like you find video games in every young kid's house now. It's commonplace. It really is. So is this video games like, are they like uh, Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so that's the thing. Because that's, well, I've never played it. So I really don't know. But My dad had opinions. My dad's in his 60s. He said Grand Theft Auto was evil. I think at one point when I was- Yeah, no, because kid, it is. Because, they, dude, they even make a, a joke about it. Like, um, in the Big Bang Theory, Leonard made a joke like, uh, well, you know, I always, um, because I guess, I guess the, the, you got to do something bad to a prostitute. And uh, and then so Leonard goes, well, I always I don't do that. I just give him money and then, you know, or something like that. Cause yeah, I don't know the game. game, but I guess you can give money to a prostitute, but you're supposed to rob him or, so, or run him. Yeah, so over it teaches it teaches kids to to be criminal. I mean, you're, you are a criminal in Grand Theft Auto. You're trying to avoid the police. You're stealing cars. You're like doing <laughs> drugs. And see, that's a good way to kind of like segue into our next segment so guys i'm just gonna we're gonna keep talking but i'm just gonna wrap this up for this because we're gonna segue into another thing here so thanks guys for listening but uh stay tuned for the next one. Oh shoot i wasn't done but that's all right <laughs> no 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 no. but we're still talking we're still talking yeah, okay no no because i want to divide it into two two episodes yeah, two sections. no no but you have me going now because dude like now i'm not that i'm figuring things out but no but now but see because i'm telling you now with this progressive ideology it's all connected. These guys, this is social engineering. What we are speaking about is social engineering. The thing in Baltimore. Yeah. Social engineering. It is a result of social engineering. I want to dive into that more so with the video. And you games. said it too about arrested development. It's the truth. It's the truth. Yes, it's all related. Yeah, but... So that's my final thoughts of that hour. <laughs>